For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. A couple of weeks ago, you had a conversation with my colleague, Martha McCallum. It was in the context of Apple and what it's doing in China. You said this, we aren't in the business of telling private companies how to execute their initiatives. But it appears from these revelations from inside of Twitter, there were regular meetings between executives there, the FBI, DHS, the DNI. Um, so, you know, flagging tweets, expressing their concerns, it seems trying to drive certain conversations. So should or shouldn't the federal government, federal agencies, in your words, be directing private companies on how to execute their initiatives? We, we aren't directing private social media companies on how to manage their content. These are decisions that they have to make uh, as appropriate. Now, look, we obviously uh, don't want to see, uh, you know, the public square uh, polluted with with hate speech and and disinformation that um, that that's not that's not a good uh, use of uh, uh, the information environment for the American people. Uh, but it's up to these social media companies to determine how they're going to manage uh, their content, how they are going to deliver that content uh, to their users. The United States. This America, Jack. We're Americans. This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The truth is, it's cruel symptoms can strike anyone. That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life is an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. Let's go! We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. Wayne Dupree Program. And away we go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Wayne Dupree Show. My name is Hutch Bailey Jr., and I am broadcasting from my studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Wayne is on a mission this morning, probably one of the most important missions a guy can do. He is parenting. Let's uh, go to Minnesota and welcome Jason to the program. Hello, Jason. Hey, 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 top of the morning, everybody. Hope you all had a great weekend. And uh, yeah, Wayne leaves us unattended like twice, Hutch. Like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, when I first started with Wayne, <laughs> he set a precedent early on. I was on my second show, and he used to work uh, pretty far from his house and around the Beltway and whatnot. So he'd, he'd have really long commutes, and if there was traffic... I had, to, I had to do the show. <laughs> the, first, the first one I did, it was funny, because the first one I did, it was, uh, he had different things going on on different nights. And on this particular night, it was the conservative brotherhood, and it was all black guys. So he asked me to, on my second show, hey, can you go host, it, host this show? I said, sure. Right. What could <laughs> go was, wrong? It was fine, though. It worked out well. Uh, and we're still here, so there's that. Yeah. Um, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff happening. Uh, welcome to everybody to the Wayne Dupree Show, by the way. Uh, hope everybody's getting ready for Christmas. It's creeping up on us, Jason. It's it's right around the corner. 
Oh uh, my gosh. Yeah. Can you believe it's like two weeks? Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. You got to get over there to uh, mypillow.com, Mammoth Nation, prepare with WD, all of our uh, affiliates, if you will, associates. Uh, good products over there, especially my pillow. I went over there and, and did some shopping this weekend. Uh, I, I just like the idea of supporting a company that you know is uh, not nefarious. Right. Well, and if you look, Mike Lindell, he's going to try to run for the RNC chairman. Yeah, I don't know how that's that's probably not going to work out for him. But, hey, at least he's putting some fear in, in the establishment's heart. I think, uh, speaking of that, I think uh, Harmeet Dillon has a chance. Oh, God, I, I hope I so. You get Harmeet, and then you get Scott Pressler doing the ground game. And we actually got a real shot in 2024. That could be epic. Well, I mean, one thing that has to be done that the Republicans have failed miserably in uh, more than half of the states, at least in the swing states, uh, is election integrity. That's something I put square on the Republicans. They're still not talking about it. You know, Ronna McDaniel's talking about people splitting tickets, and that's why we lost. That's not why we lost, Ronna. We lost because it was stolen from us. Correct. You know, by by two sides, by the criminals in the Democrat Party and by the rhinos in the Republican Party. Who are just an extension. They're just an extension of the Democrats, you know? Well, we keep talking about it on the show, and hopefully it gains traction. We're never going to win an election until we play by the rules the Democrats are leveraging to their advantage. And then once we take power, we need to change the rules back to what they should be and get back to election. And put people in prison. Right. You know, you're you're never going to get this. This is never going to end if they know they can get away with it. Yep. You know, and, and we're in a real tight spot right now with a corrupt Department of Justice. I mean, it's really, uh, the, the, the odds are stacked against us, except we outnumber them a million to one. You know, it's funny. I think that was one of my reflections on the weekend as I engaged with people. There's, there's a lot more of us than there are of them. It just doesn't feel like it because they control all the media apparatus and the communication and everything you see. And, you know, and then they call us, you know, domestic terrorists or crazy mag extremists. And, and then it makes you feel like, Oh gosh, let me, let me take off my red, white, and blue hat. But I tell you what, as you're out and about, you see people like they aren't liking Joe Biden. They aren't liking the direction of the country and people are starting to see through what's going on out there. And it's really organized. I mean, that that's the thing. It, it's so, it seems like it can never come down, and that's not the case. Because right. I'll tell you, if it continues on this path and we do nothing, it's coming down. Right. All by itself. I mean, it's going to come down with whether we got to stand in the breach. You know, it, it's just it is what it is. You can't, for decades, people on the right and, and Democrats have just sat back and tried to live their lives and, and you know, try to watch the football games and things like that. And uh, the left knew it. They knew we were doing that, and they fed it. You know, they, they made sure that, uh, you know, really, if you look at it, there are soup lines in America right now, except they're in, the, they're in the form of EBT. Yep. If it wasn't for that transfer of wealth, people would have a much bigger urgency, much more focused urgency than they do. And, and I've been saying that for, for a long time, and, and we're heading toward a, a place where there is uh, organized, pre-planned famine in right. the plants. I mean, if you look at what's happening in the Netherlands, Netherlands is the world's second largest food producer, second only to us. Right. And the, Fed, and the Netherlands, the Dutch government, 
is coercing 3,000 farms, farmers to either sell or give up their farms. That's catastrophic. Yeah, That's and think... And think of that. That wasn't like they showed. I like to joke with my wife. She phrases things not in the form of a question. You know, like, hey, do you want to do this? It's like, sure. The the government came in and basically they didn't phrase it in the form of a question. Like, hey, do you want to get out of farming? We want to buy farms. They're confiscating the farms. It's insane. And it's 3,000. Like, that's enough to feed millions of people. It's crazy. And they're But they're also, they're trying to do it the easy way, too. They're They're offering 120% value so they're trying to to trick these people out of their farms and and the predicate is nitrogen right nitrogen production and and usage and you cannot have a fed world population without nitrogen correct that's the fertilizing element that with that and urea and some other different uh manufactured chemicals uh, right that, that need by the way need lots of natural gas to manufacture them uh, this is how we have as much food as we do. And we don't have, I mean, those of us uh, of age will remember a lot of famines in Africa. Right. And whole agencies that were put together for the famines in Africa. Yeah. I mean, this is not in our so distant fa- past. And, and I mean, uh, there, there could be, I, I'm not up to date on any famines that are happening right now. I don't think there are. I mean, but they could be going on un, unreported like a lot of things are. But right. I know that this is, this is going to happen. Well, and even in the United States, on top of China and Bill Gates being the largest farmland owners in America now, you also have all these food distribution and manufacturing plants that have gone up. In the past 12 months, there's been 30 to 50 plants that have had fires or damages or had to shut down. For If we had a real media, they would be reporting and researching and we'd see like, this is weird. Like, how do we have another food plant go down? But instead, they want to say, oh, my God, January 6th was insurrection. And, and oh, Donald Trump's a bad guy. And, uh, yeah, it's bonkers. You look what they're doing. They're setting us up. I mean, you, you've right. got these. What, what does George Soros want? He wants the destruction of the United States. He hates the yep. United States. He's a citizen, but he hates the United States. And what is he doing? He's setting up all these major cities with these crooked DAs and letting the crime run rampant. Yep. So it'll get so bad in the cities that people start screaming for the government to intervene. Exactly. That's what this is all about, taking your guns, folks. That's what it's all about. And getting a dictator uh, in government, in American government. That's what this whole thing is, all of it. You know, you look at right now uh, in a meeting in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, uh, on Thursday, President Xi and Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman have agreed to hold summits every two years. To upgrade, they upgraded their relationship to a comprehensive strategic partnership, and it's all based on fuel, right? And oil, and 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 that's another manufactured uh, situation that the Biden, that the Obama administration has uh, put on us. I mean, you look at this guy's been pretty successful. Obama has. I mean, you look at what he did. You look at all these things happening in Twitter and in the media. He passed. They got a law to pass, right? That, that that made it legal for there to be propaganda by the media on the American people, right? I mean, this stuff that's happened at Twitter might be legal. Oh my! I, I got to say, I've been I've been beating the drum of the Twitter files for the past week. In fact, I was talking to Wayne. We might just have to make a a like, what is the Twitter files? Because a lot of our audience is not on Twitter and they ignore it. 
But what you have to realize is that every person in the media is on Twitter and every person in the media decides what they're going to cover based on Twitter trends. So when the FBI goes to Twitter and says, you suppress this speech, you forward this speech, the media class directly or indirectly, whether they're in on it or not, gets fed this is what people are interested in. And it's a money-making venture, so that's what they cover. And by the FBI going to Twitter, and you know they went to Facebook and Google and everybody else too, and saying, no, 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 suppress this story, push that story, that's what gets fed out to the average Joe. So even if you've never downloaded the app, even if you've never looked at Twitter in your life, you are impacted by what happened on Twitter based on the control of information that that goes to you. It's 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 shocking. And and, you know, they said like when I was in civics back, they taught that when I was a kid, they said it only takes one generation to lose a country. And if you look at what's happened in the last 20 to 40 years, it's. It's remarkable. I don't think anybody on their bingo card would have had any of this stuff. No, that Ronald Reagan said that, by the way. But uh, right, he was one of them that did anyway. A lot of times they get uh, borrowed. Oh, right. But, <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been able to tell you that this would would happen ten years ago. Right. Especially with the uh, with the unbelievable assault on our, our sexual assault on our children. Oh my God! That that that's something that it still stuns me when I think about it now, that right. that many people uh, are that screwed up in their minds. I mean, what happened? I mean, what do you wake up and all of a sudden you like little kids? I don't understand that. Well, there's two narratives that are going that are really crazy. Uh, some of it's tied to Twitter. You know, years ago Alex Jones was kind of the first person that came out, and Alex Jones could be a little crazy, and he's like, "There's this exclusive pedophile ring," and he was talking about a lot of different things and Pizzagate and all that. And then everybody's like, ah, it's a conspiracy theory. Then all of a sudden you got Jeffrey Epstein pop up. And it's like, holy cow. Like this guy actually was flying billionaires all around the world to go basically do pedophilia. Like, I mean, that's pretty much been established. And now it's expanded into the gender confusion. And I mean, you got people cutting off their pork and beans. You got boys wanting to be girls. And and like they think they're like some computer program where they can just put on a new uniform and uh it's ridiculous and, and i'll just say this <clears throat> and by the way uh we seem to have a spike in the audience uh looks yeah good. So for those you- for those who are on the show today uh i was working with wayne uh i run a lot of digital properties uh so last week we added on freedom from the press which is my llc name uh with the goal of how can we uh get the real narrative out and and make America free from the press. Basically the press is the biggest worst disease in America. And we've also expanded to two other Facebook pages, uh, lose news, which is named after my dog. And then uh, freedom street, which is a property we run that runs patriotic uh, articles and products and different things. So thanks for everybody joining us today. So if you're one of these new, uh, new viewers, we're on Monday to Thursday at 12 noon Eastern time. Yeah, uh, and no, Wayne is not sick. Wayne is parenting. He's taking his girls back to college, and he'll be back in the mix tomorrow. Maybe even later today. But maybe I, today, I, I, I'm going to guess tomorrow. Uh, so there's that. Um, I, I wanted to, uh, back to the the uh, cutting the pork and beans off. If you are being convinced by a doctor or a quacked out doctor or a quacked out teacher or anybody who's trying to convince you to do this is not your friend. Right. All right. I, I'm just telling you. 
If you go, if you're afraid of them or, or you feel like you're in a pinch, you have to go, just do me one favor. Don't cut nothing off. Right. There's always tomorrow. Don't cut nothing off. There's a guy that came out about five years ago, a Navy SEAL, with like 15 combat deployments. Right. And, and that's, that's big time. 15 combat deploy, deployments is hero status, just about. Absolutely. And he came out and wanted to turn into a girl, a woman. And, and I, don't think he, I don't think he got the operation because they say now, five years later, he's warning people against it and he's going back as a man. So hopefully, hopefully he refrained from any irreparable damage. But that's I what you're doing. I tell you what, doing. though, he might. He was a tremendous hero in the first chapters of his life. And I think he's going to be a bigger hero in the second chapters of his life where he's going to help spread the narrative like he got infected with the mind virus and it's very per pervasive and and he fell for it and he thought that would make him complete. a va doctor talked him into it in an hour right can you imagine it's crazy and then went and then uh struck a, a book deal with him <laughs> right how about you know, that i mean that's sickening man. that guy ought to have his credentials taken and it's crazy, too, how much of this stuff is coming out. There was Balencia, all that stuff where they had kids and bondage outfits with different things spread around the, the table. And then this Yoel Roth guy from Twitter. Yeah. And uh, so his his tweets are – so while they were doing all the suppression of President Trump and they made up special rules just for Trump and all this stuff, this guy did nothing with child sex trafficking that was one of the biggest unreported problems on Twitter. And now it's starting to come out because Elon owns it and the media hates Elon. But if we had a real press, they would have been talking about it all along. Well, it turns out this is a young guy. And in college, he was writing like papers like, when's it right for a teacher to have sex with a That's student? Sickening. And Must radical stuff too. like that. He he did a, a bioptic on like Grinder or something, which I guess is some, some gay hookup site. That and, was his thesis. Yeah, that was his thesis. Think of that. And, and I mean, some of the stuff coming out of there, like, what's the problem if you put your who in his mouth or whatever? I'm like, how is it, who doesn't vet this guy and go like, you're going to be in charge of like communication and safety and, and, and he practiced what he preached. Right. I mean, he allowed all that stuff on there. Uh, un, unstopped. I mean, unfiltered. It was, it was, uh, he, he's going to get his though. You right. See, Elon's got Elon's. He's he's a gangster, man. I mean, I, I, I love has, Elon Musk. I hope he man. has security, man. I really do. I mean, you, you start talking about exposing Fauci, and right. that's that's millions of murders. Oh yeah. You know that's not that's no that's Hitler stuff. Yeah, and for those who didn't see that, so uh, uh, Elon this weekend he combined a a uh, pronoun joke with a <laughs> arrest Fauci joke, and he said something like, "My pronouns are arrest Fauci." or something like that. And the internet blew up. And it was funny because it was the first time that he could get the mainstream media to report on the Twitter files. And they're like, oh my gosh, Elon Musk is attacking our savior, Dr. Fauci. And it was, uh, yeah, it's great. It's great. And that's the next files he's releasing are going to be the COVID files, which that's going to be, that's going to be pretty spectacular. Yeah, that's what he says. Uh, it will be interesting. I, I want to change the subject a little bit. I want to uh, bring something up that happened over the weekend. Rudy Giuliani uh, was on Newsmax this weekend, and he made some statements that I totally believe, uh, and, and they won't be covered. But I, it's especially important because one of these guys is running for president. Right. Even former Trump administration 
No, let me let me start here. I had this whole. This is Rudy Giuliani. Let's I had go. this whole thing. Let's say half of it. Certainly enough to prosecute in 2019. Giuliani told Saturday report. He's talking about the Hunter Biden laptop, saying he was waking up every morning thinking about how to reveal it all to Americans, including sharing the information with TV host Sean Hannity, Just the News John Solomon, and even Mike Pompeo. I gave it to Hannity in early 2019, then to John Solomon, then to Mike Pompeo, all of which buried it. Right. That is, that's everything you need to know about the media. And, and, you got to get away from Fox News, folks. You just got to, you got to, I know it's hard. It took me a while to do it. But once you do it, you won't come back with it. Right. You know, you, you, you'll, you'll be finished. Once you, once you get over it, uh, you'll be able to find somewhere else to get your news. I've, I've had to do it, Jason, over the, over the past, I don't know, six months. I've had to go over my bookmarks several times and weed them out. Right. You know, it's just uh, once you lie to me, then that's the end. You know, once you decide to to be lazy, if you're a news aggregator, once you decide to be lazy and and put everything out there and not vet anything, I'm out. Right. Well, and I mean, shameless plug for the show. Whether you like what we do or don't like what we do, what we do, I think, is tremendously important because we present an alternative. We, We try to give you the facts, encourage you to go know where to look, give you our opinion maybe on what we think about this stuff. But that's one of the things I think Hutch and Wayne have done as a legacy that I'm proud to be a part of is really encourage you to think and and reach out for, for news from different places, because we, the, the cabal controls the media that goes out. And right now they do it through monetization. You know, they're only going to advertise or they're only going to push certain things like on a, on a Facebook page, I can drop a, Elon Musk story that people would find interesting and, and Facebook just suppresses it. You see it on Wayne shows. If you look at the like comments on the Wayne Dupree articles, he'll drop, you know, you drop something benign. Like I dropped an article on a page about, about Tim Allen, who he was standing up against the woke mob with a Christian, with a Christmas special. Facebook says, Oh, Tim Allen. And even though he's fighting against the woke, okay. Sends it out to 120,000 people. You drop a, Kevin McCarthy says he's going to investigate the 51 people, uh, the security experts who said the Hunter Biden laptop was junk. They they send it to 2,000 people. And so nobody gets to see or hear these things. That's why we need Wayne Dupree Army. Like, comment, share the show, because that's how we beat the algorithm. If you log on, you hit like, comment, share, it beats the algorithm. And so that's where we talk about sponsors, different ways to support the show. Everybody watching right now, if you just hit a like, comment, share, type Merry Christmas in the chat. It just, it helps us beat the algorithm. We love it. There you go. Uh, I'll tell you something about McCarthy, too. You, you, you made uh, made me think of something. Uh, Matt Gates has a pretty good article out. Uh, it's all over the place uh, about Kevin McCarthy and about how he is not the man for the times uh, right now. You know, you, you got a guy that he lives with a pollster. The one congressman said, "We don't need a weatherman; we need a leader." You know, because right. that's what he does. He's all when you're when you go by polls, you're always late. Right. You're always late, no matter whether you're right or wrong. You're always too late. When you go by polls, uh, and you're talking about the military people getting the vax, they're already thrown out. Right. You're too late. 
It, it's, it's a done deal. The guys that are in prison in, in D.C. have been there for two years. It's You're ridiculous. Late. Right. You know, McCarthy's not the guy. McCarthy's got Clyburn offering him Democrats. He wouldn't do that if he thought that McCarthy was a threat to the establishment, to the Uniparty. He's right. not a threat. He's not a threat. They want him badly. Well, and that's where I think for us, one of the things that we're going to have to do on the show is just start a thread of like all the promises they're making. And we as us and our audience and people that support our cause need to hold these guys accountable. Like the stuff he's saying is great. If you're going to pull up those 51 national security experts that labeled Hunter Biden's laptop as fake news, I'm in. You get them up there, you interview them. Who told you? How did you find out? Great. Kevin, you can show us because I think the fact is I think he's going to get the job. And so we're going to be left holding him accountable. But I tell you what, all the the 2024 elections are right around the corner. And if these guys don't live up to their promises, uh, we need to we need to elect, elect new leaders. That's why I wish somebody like Matt Gates, like give me him for Speaker of the House. Like young guy, he would make plenty of mistakes, but he loves America and he's going to fight for what we need to in the country. Unfortunately, he'd never get the votes. Right. Uh, you know, maybe somebody like Lee Zeldin come in. Oh, yeah. Days. Who knows? Who knows? Ladies and gentlemen, you know we're going through hard times. Uh, you need to put your money, your money, sometimes you feel like you can't do anything. Well, one thing you can do is you can control who gets your money. And Mammoth Nation is a, a it's kind of like a shopping center, an online shopping center with many different uh, individual stores in it. So go there and you can get a, if you use the code USA Proud, sign in mammothnation.com slash Dupree. Uh, you get 10, 15, 70% off to some places. Uh, you got to take time and go around and shop. Uh, like I said, you, you don't go in there looking for a pocket knife. You got to go in there and you got to go shopping. Right. Look at the different stores. It's really interesting. I've done it several times. I've got some things uh, from them. Uh, so there, help us out and help uh, your money go to good causes. Also, the food crisis that's possibly potentially coming. Uh, it's it's not a matter of whether it's going to happen. It's a matter of where it's going to happen. Right. You know, whether who's going to get hit the hardest. We haven't had a problem like this, a self self inflicted wound like this. It's usually an act of nature. Uh, but this isn't. This is an act of Democrats and communists and Marxists and the World Economic Forum. Uh, you know right off the bat when they're building plants to transform bugs into food, you know there's a problem. Uh, and, and there is a huge problem. And I think a lot of it revolves around the massive amount of land that is dedicated to farmland that people want. Yep. Uh, so go to preparewithwd.com. Uh, this food has a 25-year shelf, shelf life. Uh, oxygen absorbers uh, included in the plastic cans. It's very, uh, very easy to store, very easy to move around. Uh, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention MyPillow.com, Mike Lindell's operation. Uh, talk a little bit about that, Jason. It's out in your neck of the woods. Yeah, so for those who don't know, Mike Lindell is a true American success story. Uh, 20 years ago, he was literally a crackhead living on his buddy's couches. And he decided he found God 
and he decided to turn his life around. He's actually got a great book, if you ever read it, that talks about his journey to faith and, and prosperity. And he has a great American company. He started out selling the original My Pillow, which is a great pillow if you haven't got one. Uh, it's filled with foam. It does really good for keeping your head cool and it conforms to your head. And his goal was, I want people to get better sleep. Everybody who gets better sleeps happier and, and likes what they do. And he started from humble beginnings, uh, selling them at state fairs or local things in Minnesota. And now he employs thousands of patriots in America. And I've been to his plant. I've talked to his employees. Everybody says Mike Lindell is just a great guy to work for. They're fabulous products. I, in my house, my wife and I, we have a MyPillow mattress. Uh, we have the MyPillow weighted blankets. We have the MyPillow sheets. We use the MyPillow towels. I wear MyPillow slippers on top of the, uh, my wife's got a, a MyPillow robe. I will say if I can give one product plug, if you're looking for a present everybody's going to love, get the towel set. They have the six-piece towels for like 39 bucks if you use promo code Wayne. And uh, you'll thank me. You'll go like, these are just great towels. Yeah, They're thick, true. they're absorbent, they dry super fast. And like Hutch said, if if we're going to change the country, money talks and BS walks, right? And if you're going to log on to Amazon and order your Christmas presents, you're supporting a company that hates you. If you go on and that's trying to ruin the country, if you go on to Mammoth Nation or you go on to Pillow, not only do you help support the show, but you support companies that love you and love what, what you're doing. So, And there's still time if you order today. You can uh, you can get stuff by Christmas. You can get it in time to get it wrapped and, and given out. There you go. Um, so there's a, a another situation that's brewing, uh, and I kind of brought it up because it kind of it, it's a little funny. I guess it's not, but but it, you you can look at it that way. You can laugh it, or cry. <laughs> it looks like the FBI uh, has arrested a Libyan operative responsible for the or charged with the 1988 uh, bombing over Lockerbie, Scotland. And, and you know, when I saw that, the first thing that came to my mind was, oh, they got somebody to trade for somebody now. Right. That's the first thing that came to my mind. They, they caught him so they can get some other crackhead out of jail in Russia or China. Do or we have any other lesbians over there? Maybe yeah. a bi non-binary? I know there's teachers over there. There's a teacher from Pittsburgh that it was funny the way they reported this in the in the editorial page of the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. He forgot to leave his half ounce of marijuana at home when he went right. to Russia. He for, like like that's a cool excuse. Right. You cool know, story, bro. <laughs> no, he's not a hostage. He's an idiot. Right. He's an idiot. No hostage. I mean, you just can't make this stuff up. Oh yeah. You know these people. They think that they think everybody's as moronic as as our left is. Right. You know, and that's going to get us in trouble. On the well, the fact of the states. matter is, most people are uninformed, and that's why they go along with the bullshit. They they are told, like, a couple of weeks ago when the Trump organization coming out where they were convicted of fraud, and it was the headline news, and everybody was like, oh my gosh, see Donald Trump, the walls are closing in. And if you look back at that story, he Donald Trump owns multiple businesses, one guy owning a one running one of his businesses that he was hands off on decided to use company money to pay for apartments and other fringe benefits that could be questionable if he should or not but he didn't report it as income so he didn't pay income tax on it so they paid a million dollar fine 
So this is not the walls closing in. This is not Trump. This is a tax violation of a of a crappy employee that Trump shouldn't have had working for him and shouldn't have trusted so much. But if you read the media, like the average Joe who just saw the CNN headline, they're like, see, walls are closing in. Like, oh, I knew he's not going to be able to run for president in 2024, which is not true. And it's not always their fault because they don't get the real story. And if and if in today's world, if you that's why once again, that's why things like this are so important. We're going to try to give you some facts, things you haven't seen anywhere. And then we're going to uh, we're going to try to um, yeah, we're going to try to teach you things that where to find information. In fact, it was interesting. Um, and I'll have to see if you guys in the chat are, are interested in this. But one thing we were I was talking with Wayne about this weekend is is can we do the facts in five where we make shorter form videos of things like the Twitter files or when Sam Brinkman freed stuff broke out. Like you might not have time to go seek out all this information. And if you don't, we want to make a little bit of a short form video where you can say like, Hey, here's the, here's where you can get the information. Here's some links to the story. Here's different things that you can, uh, that you can do to get the information and also share with you the facts because what you see in the mainstream media just isn't reality. And if you're not going to, if you're not going to go actively seek it out, then we want to try to help provide that for you. So let me know if that's something that would, uh, that would interest you guys. Just, uh, just drop a link in the comments. So uh, it's interesting. Hutch had to step away for a second. Holy cow. They leave the new guy unattended. Uh, well, Hey, I want to take a second because I've been doing the show for a few weeks now. And I want to give a shout out to, to some folks that are always on here. Terry Bowman, he is always here. Every day Terry has been on the show that I've been on. And I think I think it's just fabulous. He engages with the program. And Terry, I just want to say on behalf of uh, uh, Wayne and myself and the folks on here, we certainly appreciate it. Uh, there's a ton of new folks on here. Actually, the chat is just blowing up. So I'm trying to uh, trying to find comments for some of the, the folks that did it. Um, in other news... There's a couple fun things. Wayne's working on his cookbook. We were talking about uh, that last week, where we were going to, um, where we were going to uh, take his recipes. For those who don't know, Wayne is like epic chef. So if you look at what he's got going on uh, for food, uh, grills great, does great breakfast. He'll in. We'll communicate. We'll send pictures like back and forth. I'll be like, hey, I made a hamburger. He'll be like, hey, I made this fancy chicken dish. Uh, so we're working on that. And uh, we're beta testing a way for people to um, for people who want to call in regular listeners and we want to include you in the show. So we're working on that that technology. So. All right. On to uh, on to a couple things. I'm going to start answering some of the stuff in the chat. Susan Franklin. Welcome. She's new here. She's listening to two shows. And what I heard the same, tell me why I shouldn't watch Fox, like Walters, Carlson, Handy, Ingram, uh, Gutfeld. Here's what I'll tell you. Um, any of these programs that you're going to watch, I would say that you need to take it with a grain of salt. Where, like, I love Gutfeld and I watch Tucker every night. I think Tucker is probably the straightest shooter that you'll find in mainstream media. Um where you got to watch on some of this stuff is like they're doing it for the money. It's a job for them. So when they aren't covering stories that they should, 
that's when you want to put your dauber up and say, you know, I'm being fed propaganda. Understand CNN, MSNBC, it's easy to identify what they're doing and how they're misreporting the stories. Um, but if you look at some of the conservative news, and that's why I encourage you to be a consumer of broadcasts like this. There's a lot of great people out there that are sharing content. And we do it. We're 100% funder or listener, viewer supported. So if you don't like what we do, we we can't pay the bills. We quit doing it. And if you're like, hey, these guys actually try to tell some stories and give us give us ways to get the information we need. Um, we appreciate that. But nobody controls us. So we pick who we want to support. We pick who we want to engage with. And while Sean Hannity might have some big advertiser coming up to him saying, eh, you know, let's leave that transgender stuff alone. We never have that. That's why independent media, honestly, is going to be the savior of the country. So now understand that, that not everybody that's in the alternative media is honest like that. A lot correct. of them are bought. Yep. I mean, especially as we go through this metamorphosis, getting away from the mainstream media, a lot of people in our media have become the mainstream or have become employees of right. the same people that uh, the mainstream media funds. And the big thing, too, if you ever want to have a, a way to figure it out, one of the things Wayne loves to say that I've adopted is always follow the money. Who's paying the bills, right? And if you can look at Fox News and where they get their money from and CNN, where they get their money from and, and what narrative their advertisers want them to, to push, that's the message they're going to give. And that's why with folks like us, name one ad, like Mike Lindell, we are proud as heck to support him, his products, and his company. Mammoth Nation, we're proud to support them. Great company. Um, you know, survive. I mean, it's just, we pick people that meet our values, and they're people that don't hate us. And if you look at all the mainstream media, just say, where are they getting their money? And that's who's going to control what they're able to say. Thank you, Roy. Uh, Roy Ellsworth's been listening to the show from the beginning. Nice. Um, many, many years out there in Canada. Uh, thank you for the kind words, sir. Uh, speaking of following the money, um, <laughs> Mitt Romney. Oh, uh, Jesus. Mitt Romney comes out, calls for investigations into Hunter Biden to end. But there's much more to this story. If you recall, as this story was uh, developing, uh, Romney's top advisor, Joseph Kofer Black, was on the board of Burisma Holdings when, Joe, when Hunter Biden was also sitting on that board. So do you think that Mitt maybe doesn't want you to follow the money? Right. You know, what a skunk, man. This guy is horrible. He, he's the worst. That's worse than being a Democrat to me. Right. Being, being somebody like that, that's, that's like being a spy during a war. Well, and, and it's treasonous that you get up and you act like you're supporting the country and fighting for the values, and you're just getting bought and paid. And actually, what's really sad is they're not even as good at it as the Democrats. Because if you look at Sam Bakeman Freed with his crypto thing that blew up, Republicans got paid off, too. And sure. it's all the usual suspects. And they got like half the time. Um, I mean, they got like a quarter of the money the Democrats did. So not, not even, only not even that. Yeah, they sold out cheap. Yeah, yeah, and, and and the guy told you that. Right. Freed told you that. He said that we had to give him something. Right. But but you know we didn't have, it didn't cost that much. You know I mean mm -hmm. they got like a million or two million or five million or who knows. Right. You know, but it, it went to McConnell and McCarthy. 
Exactly. You know, and and they have. It's their the the. the they're criminals, man. They're they're not Republicans. They're, we we got to get away from this game, man. This this game is gonna it's gonna bury us, right? You know, you put your and and there's all kinds of people that normally you would think that they were uh, you know on the money. They were smart, you know. Mark Levin has gone total stupid, right? You know, the guy's gone stupid. You, you, you're gonna push Kevin McCarthy first of all. First of all, this is not read the art of the deal, man. This is not. We know that Biggs is not going to become the speaker. Right. It's a leverage point. Exactly. You have leverage right now. You know, you don't have to elect McCarthy on the first ballot. Right. You know, you don't have to give him a, make him sweat a little bit. You know, maybe there is somebody that could get a, a 218 votes. Mm-hmm. Maybe there is somebody out there like that. McCarthy's right. not the guy. I don't want Frank Luntz anywhere near that gavel. I hate Frank Luntz. He's a freaking fraud. Yes, he is. You know, and he's, and he's, McCarthy's best friend. They're literally roommates. Yeah. Think of that. Like the biggest pollster who's a rhino who, yeah, it's a, uh, it's bizarre. And that's why it's interesting too. Cause Trump was talking on true social about the Brittany Griner and releasing the merchant of death on there. Um, and it's funny, everything gets misreported by the press, but Donald Trump said, you know, I wouldn't have even traded for a Marine because right. this guy to is his credit, guy, responsible for hundreds of thousands of deaths in, in of Americans and abroad. And he said, I can't I can't in good faith trade him for any citizen. But you know what? I would have got the deal done. And if you look back, I think he ended up over his tenure getting like 50 different hostages released and he never gave up the farm. He used other leverage points. And that was great. One thing, too, to address something in the comments, people are talking about scammers. Uh, as we expand to new Facebook pages, we try to ban users on there who are just scammers. If somebody tells you, oh, I love your posts, they're phenomenal, send me a friend request, please don't do that. Uh, you can tag me in the comments if you can, and, and we go through and scrub them and ban those folks. But those are bots. As much as they think your profile picture is super awesome, you're not going to find love in the chat of a Wayne Dupree show. I could be wrong, but... In case you see that. Hey, Wayne, did you see, or Hutch, did you see the note from Wayne, too, about showing the Pfizer video? No. Oh, okay. He wants me to show the Pfizer video? Yeah, let's show the Pfizer video. All right, give me a second. Wayne won't fully leave us unattended. He's like, you know, when you're teenagers and you kind of leave them somewhat unattended. So Wayne's watching the show. Give a shout out. All right. So uh, I hope he's talking about the regular Pfizer. Uh, Here it is. Good Morning America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by 
Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. So to connect the dots for what we were talking about, follow the money, right? Hashtag follow the money. So you think 50, 60 years ago, the press was funded by individuals buying newspapers or doing things to directly give money to the to the news organization. So there was it was on the news organization to cover what's really happening. And that started morphing into they the newspaper or TV or cable just becomes an advertising machine. They're a money-making venture. They pay Don Lamont millions of dollars because Pfizer buys ads on their network. So Don Lamont's not stupid. He's a capitalist. Do you think he's really going to cover things that are anti-Pfizer or show a contrary opinion? So to answer the question, people are like, how do I know who to trust? How do I know what to trust? Pay attention on the commercial breaks. Pay attention on the ads on the website. And the people you see there are controlling what information you get. And the Pfizer video is the best example because it's like in the middle of a pandemic, Pfizer is sponsoring everything. They're giving out millions of dollars. And then remarkably- Half of their board members are former congressmen. Right. You know, and you look at, my buddy sent me a, a thing this morning, the top 10 investments of Congress people. Number six and number seven, six is Pfizer and seven is Johnson and Johnson. Right. That your Congress people members are, uh, are, are, are playing the games with, you know, it's, uh, following the money all over. Well, and if you think too, if you look at the transgender stuff, so other than destroying the country and destroying the nuclear family, who stands to make millions and millions and millions of dollars? I think the whole medical industry has destroyed itself in the last two years, in, in my opinion. I've lost complete trust. I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to be dying for right. me to go anywhere near any freaking doctor. Right. You know, well, you blew it. You people that. blew it. You let, you, let this, you let this core group of people destroy your industry just like they're doing in the, in the media. Right. They're doing the same thing in the media. They're doing the same thing in big pharma. Same thing. I take vitamins now. Right. Well, and but think about the transgender stuff. You go convince a 13-year-old kid that they're a boy and they need to be a girl or they're a girl and need to be a boy. You've just signed up a lifetime subscription to hormones, to different pills. You need reoccurring surgery throughout the rest of your life. I, I mean, what a great scam for the medical industry to support because literally you get a customer for life. I'll if tell you, you one, them up. another one that's not even as, uh, it's not as grotesque because it's, uh, you know, you're, the, the activities are kind of normal. Right. Um, you look around, I had a, I had a warrant officer, my boss, I was a staff sergeant in, in the late eighties. And, and this guy was looking around and he said, you know, I was at the mall the other day. He was 62 years old back then. 
And he, he told me, he said, you know, I was at the mall the other day, and man, every all these kids are fat. He right. said, when, when I was a kid, you if you took a school picture or something, there was no fat kids. Right. None. You know, and, and not to, you know, the, 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 the point is, is we have been coerced by evil money-grubbing people and by agencies in the federal government, specifically the FDA, uh, the FDA. Why would you have, well, let me go into this first. So there's a guy explaining why we have this massive obesity in our country now, because it's 10 times worse than it was in 88 right, right now. I mean, it is, there are young preteens that are diagnosed and you can see them as obese, right? Not, not chubby, not overweight, obese. Yep. And all the way when they're kids and this guy put it together for me. He's like, first of all, why would you have an agency named the food and drug administration? <laughs> right. And he, he summary, he, he made it pretty clear. Pick up a, a box or a bag of anything in your pantry. Yep. Anything that's processed through a factory and look at the ingredients. Why does it take 42 ingredients for rice? Right. You know, or for instance, I went on this kick where I didn't want to, 60 to 70% of the garlic in this country is imported from China. Chinese farming is different than American farming. Yeah. American farming does not use human waste. Chinese farmers do. Think of that. And I didn't want my garlic grown in human waste. So I, I grow my own. First, I sourced it. I found some in, in locally. Right. And then I bought planter and I, and I planted it. But I started thinking half the things I make, I use garlic powder. Right. I don't know where this garlic comes from that's in this garlic powder. So I made my own garlic powder. You know, my, my point is the stuff that's in the food causes you to require the stuff that's in the drugs. Yep. So just imagine if they were working in tandem. Right. How could you make a whole lot of money on both ends? Sell them garbage to eat and then cure them when they get sick. Well, it, it, it's so funny. Like, I, I love to don the conspiracy theory hat, one of my favorite parts. But if you just take the approach of following the money, it always, it, you know, it's Occam's razor, which means the most obvious answer is probably the correct one. Who benefits from people getting fat? Medi uh, you get food producers that can produce lower quality, cheaper food. Clothes cost more. And right, that costs more. And ultimately, the person who really gets rich is the medical profession. Because if you've got a young, healthy kid, you take them in, like you, they're exercising, they're doing their stuff, like they're a bad customer for your doctors, right? They come in once a year unless they break their arm riding their bike. You get a, a fat kid. And all of a sudden, you got him on pills. Then he probably needs Adderall because he probably ain't sleeping right. And then you're giving him diet things. And you're signing him up for this longer in life. All of a sudden, cholesterol pills come in and heart pressure and blood pressure. He's probably going to be diabetic. I'm diabetic. Like, I am a great customer for the pharmaceutical industry. Hundreds of dollars every month for the rest of my life. You know, I mean, if on the Wayne Dupree show, if we could get you to sign up for a lifetime membership where you could never leave and it was $100 a month for the rest of your life, like we would be rich. You know, but the medical industry does it and they do it right in front of us. And then they act like, like, oh, what do you mean? We're not. We have your best interest at heart. It's ridiculous. You know, 
It definitely is. You know, there was another thing, too. You'd think we would be able to get our drug situation under control, but uh, a former co-host on the show, Angel, uh, brought it to my attention that it's called the Drug Enforcement Agency. <laughs> right. You know, we're going to make sure we enforce drug uses. usage. I mean, I'm thinking, damn. You know, they know the cartels. They right. can take them out anytime. Well, we're selling them guns, so I mean, yeah. it's good for business. And well, yeah, think about that. In some some parts, I remember San Francisco. The story was coming out where they were giving them like their crack smoke, crack smoking kits. Like, here's your pipe, yeah. here's your clean needles, place to smoke it, and everything. Right. And you know, it's interesting too because uh, if you think about the apathy that's going on in the country, I was listening to Mike Rowe this weekend. He, which it sounds like he's got a super funny uh, show coming up for Christmas where he, the dirty job he's doing is uh neutering cats which he made like a little song about it and i love micro i think he's funny but but he talked about how we have created a generation of people that don't have to work for anything and then but they also feel entitled for everything and they want everything to be easy and they want everything to be given to them and that that's why people become liberals they they become indoctrinated in this i remember at 17 years old like i was finishing school my dad's like let's go good luck and i went out and discovered my life and and uh and made things and my dad loves me and he supports me and that kind of thing uh and, and with my son and my stepson we we just had dinner with him last night and i'm so proud of him 18 years old you know he was independent he wanted to lay on the lay on the couch and uh and uh play video games and didn't know what to do and it's like well hey you know you're out of school you know you need to do something and now two years later he's a welder making like 30 bucks an hour doing a job nobody wants to do. He works third shift. He's saving for his first house. He'll own his first house by 22, 23 years old. And you know what? When we put the hammer down on him, and, and I love you, Justin, and I'm so proud of you. But when we put the hammer down on him and said, you need to, to buck up and, and start doing this, life isn't going to get handed to it, that was not easy. And my wife, I, uh, I commend her for having the courage for us to see it through. And, uh, you know, it, there was times he was really mad at us. And he sees his friends getting free rides and, and all this. But now he can look and say, you know what? They've made me a better person. And he's never going to he's never going to vote for a Democrat. He, he's never going to want to give people free stuff. Now, that free stuff's different than charity. You know, there's people that you support through charities. But uh, but that's what we need in the country. And, and that's where you know breaking the cycle of dependency and apathy is so important i had that same conversation with my son uh, the only uh I, I had a little bit of a, a a problem i was uh divorced from his mom at the time uh but it was it was still you know it, we, we have a great relationship to this day it never never waned right uh, but he had a conversation with me about two things one was he had gone to college and he hadn't he wasn't done with college yet but Obama was talking about, you know, uh, forgiving the student loans the first go round right. uh, when they did that. And I promptly explained to him how that was wrong, right. how, the, how the next door neighbor should not pay the money that you borrowed. Uh, but and he was a little didn't understand that at first. Uh, but then after he got out of college, he was living with his mom. And I got on him about that and everybody came down on me. Right. He he came down on me. His little sister came down on me. His mom came down on me. And two weeks later, he moved out. Nice. You know, so you got to do what you got to do. And, and being their buddy is not always the not always the ticket. 
Well, and I think the the path to prosperity leads to the path to the American dream and conservatism. I, I talk about my friend James. He was interesting. About eight years ago, he was in, I started doing his taxes. I started helping him with financial planning. And he likes Bernie. He thought, what's wrong with socialism? And uh, <laughs> and so, like that. <laughs> well, here's what happened. It's a great story. He got his debt paid off. I said, hey, here's how you budget your money. I did his tax every year. We were friends and, and like, just do this. And he got his debt paid off. And then, you know what he did? Like eight years ago, he bought $10,000 worth of Tesla stock or whatever the number was. And it 20 x So yeah. if you think of that, 10,000 becomes like 200,000 over the course of six I'd years. Sell, I'd sell it soon. Well, you'd sell it soon, right. But what's interesting is then as we talk politics and I go, okay, you know when Elizabeth Warren talks about wanting to tax capital gains? Right now, even though you haven't made that money because you just own the stock that's worth this, they want to charge you 10, 20, 30, 40% tax on that capital gain. And he's like, what was my risk? Like the government didn't do that. Why should I give money to the government? And I'm like, yeah. And, and then I'm like, and I don't even have the cash. You didn't build that. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, what? and I told the story, I had sold an investment house, me and my, my, my buddy, we had bought a house, refurbished it and then sold it. You know, we made like 200,000 and literally half it goes to the state and federal government. And it's like, this is great. Like we put in the time, we were the ones there doing work on the weekends and finding people to rent it. And here you go, Mr. Government, literally you're writing a check for like, here's a hundred thousand. And think about, think about this, the, the, right. the freaking government, man, they're brilliant. Right. Take, take a, a house or a car. Right. That continues to be a tax bill every time it changes hands. Right. And the house is getting higher and higher, so they're getting more every time this house gets sold. Right. It's, it's, it's crazy when you think about it. Well, yeah, and, and when you pay off your house, you realize, okay, I got to pay insurance on the house, right? Which, you know, you'd expect to do that. But just where I live in Minnesota, we pay like $400 a month in taxes to the government just to live here. And so it's like, you pay off your house, you own it yourself, nobody has claim to it, and let me write a check for $400 a month to, you know, to the city and state and everybody else. It's ridiculous. It is. It is. Uh, let, let's not take our eyes off the ball in Brazil. Oh, my uh, God. Something's getting ready to happen in Brazil real soon. Uh, the president, Jair Bolsonaro, came out and addressed, it looked like millions of people. I mean, I'll tell you, you, you don't see people like that. This, this looks like the Arab Spring people. Right. There's so many people out there. I would be very afraid if I was the communists. And they have a, apparently, I, I don't want to jump the gun, but it's looking like the military is going to stand with the truth, unlike this country. Right. Uh, yeah, you should give a little overview. we got a lot of new listeners, Hutch, on, on the whole story in Brazil. Well, after, after an election that's fraught with corruption in Brazil, here's what happened. The Biden administration, the same actors that, that, that stole the election in the United States, went to Brazil and helped. They, they had 100% first time ever electronic voting. Right. No paper ballots, right? These, these machines are forced on them. And, and there's, uh, the, it's the same way the money does that. The numbers don't add up. Mm -hmm. After an election fraught with corruption within Brazil, President Jair Bolsonaro was silent as tens of millions of people filled the streets in protest. Brazilian President-elect Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva is in a tenuous position with the military looming and prepared for intervention. This guy's a convicted criminal. Right. He's a communist. And, and, and what happened early or late last week? Jake Sullivan, number two guy at the State Department, goes there and visits the communist mm -hmm. and, and starts set laying out plans with the communist. 
Right. And as this meeting occurs, the people, the local indigenous tribes, found out that the Sula was there. The Silva was there. Right. And they said that the protest made the ground shake. There were so many people protesting. Uh, like I said, it appears that Bolsonaro is telling the people of Brazil, he, he came out uh, two days ago, after remaining silent for 40 days, uh, with increased national sentiment and strong opposition to the election fraud that happened, he spoke to a massive crowd telling them the military would follow the Constitution and determine the outcome. The certification of the election is scheduled for today. So keep your eyes open. Uh, that's a really, really big deal. Uh, Brazil, unlike the United States, is surrounded by communist countries. Yep. Well, they're not surrounded, but they got borders with communist countries. So they know what's going on. And America, look to Brazil. I mean, I hate, can you imagine I have to say that? Right, look to Brazil. Well, it's interesting, and you talk about who you should follow and how do you, how do you know the news. This Brazil story, this is one of the most remarkable stories of our lifetime. There's literally millions of people in the streets, and there is a good chance that the military is going to stand and say this election was fraught with fraud. We're not going to let because the it was take over our country, and it was. They've proven it. They've shown it. And they, they could have done the same thing here, right? They could have done the same thing here if the Supreme Court would have stood up. I mean, the cowardice, right? And, and, and you know, look, I understand the fear. I do understand the fear of these people, but you know what? Sometimes you got to be scared. Right. You know, when the country's uh, future is in the balance, hanging in the balance, which it is. Right. Uh, you, sometimes you have to be worried. Um, it, it's worth being afraid for. And, and, you know, it only takes one person to stand up and to say, you know what? I'm not going to put up with this. And when you stand up and you see somebody else standing up, then another person stands up and then another person stands up and then another person stands Courage up. is contagious. It is. It's funny. I think last time I went grocery shopping, we were out in the we we're out in the lot, and there was carts all over, and it was a super busy day. It's a Saturday, you know, and at Christmas season. And I remember we start just grabbing carts because the poor cart kid, he's out there. It's snowing. It's cold. And all of a sudden, we start grabbing carts that weren't ours and putting them in the corral. And all of a sudden, we had three people join us. Good. And that's how it becomes contagious to be a patriot and you don't have to like everything we say uh but you'll find a lot of like-minded people on the show so we really appreciate everybody listening the new people on the show too like shout out we we appreciate yeah. that it's uh it's awesome we hope we comment like share let's beat the algorithm all right jason that's about it for our monday episode your final comment sir uh well a couple things first off uh thanks for everybody who's taken time to um to tune into the show i appreciate wayne and hutch giving me the opportunity to uh to chat with y'all and wayne's not here so i need a favor from everybody type wayne we miss you in the chat can you guys do that for me we, like you've left hutch and i unattended for a show and a half for those who didn't tune in friday wayne had some health stuff i think that caused him to to oversleep so 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 type in the comments we miss you wayne we love you whatever sentiments for wayne and uh, in Hutch, congratulations. I don't think we burned it out. <laughs> no, we did okay. Uh, so Wayne will be back tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Uh, if you need a little bit more, ladies and gentlemen, catch me on the radio at 8 p.m., Cold War Radio. Uh, just go to Spreaker.com and look for Cold War Radio, and we'll uh, be there at 8 and again tomorrow at 12 noon. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it.
Sounds great. Have a By its very existence and character, Berlin remains the most compelling argument for an open world. We're reminded of the many traditions of openness and democracy that have marked the history of this city. America missed me. You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.